everyone. I want to let you know that for this week's episode, I'm reviving an episode from the past with summer holidays and visitors here at the house. It's just been a little crazier than normal. So I have pulled out one of my favorite episodes from last summer, which is all about three delicious wine and cheese pairing. I hope you listen in. And if you heard it last year, I hope it's a refresher and more inspiration for this year. And I have great things to share with you for next week's episode. So be sure to tune in. So now let's dive into the episode all about three of my favorite summer wine and cheese pairings. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you three of my favorite wine and cheese pairings that you can enjoy this summer. I'm also going to be giving you some recipes and some wine pairing tips of how I like to bring these together. I have something that is savory, something grilled, and something sweet for you in regards to those cheese pairings and these are delicious. So if you love summer, wine, and cheese, this is the episode for you. Let's dive in and get started. Hi everyone, and welcome to the Wine Shop Talk. I'm your host, Smalley Aaron Rosar, and I am so happy that you're here with me today. If we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here, and if we have, welcome back. Now, for those of you who are new, you should know that I have been a professional sommelier for 20 years now, and it is my passion and my privilege to make learning about wine both fun and easy for you and also practical. And what does that mean? That means that I want to make sure not only do you know how to select wines for fancy occasions, if you will, but also in your regular everyday lives. So I share with you pairings that you can use any day of the week with family and friends and show you how magical pairings can be. Okay, so if you are a wine and cheese fan just like me, then you're in the right place. And and this week, what I want to bring to you is some inspiration through three of my favorite summer wine and cheese pairings. I love cheese 12 months a year, lots of different styles. But during the summer, there's a few go-to pairings that I will pull out if we're entertaining or having people over. And I wanted to share those with you today. And my hope is, is through this episode, I'm going to give you not only some ideas for you to try, but you are hopefully going to take these and build on them with some of your own flavors and originality into these recipes. So treat these as a baseline and you tweak as you would like. So with this episode, I'm going to leave you with three incredible pairings to try and some recipe ideas, but it's also going to act as some inspiration for you to use what I'm going to give you today as a baseline for you to start playing around with some cheese recipes and some wine and hopefully bring some new flavors to your table in your backyard for this summer. So let's get started with my first pairing. And this one is a savory pairing, I will call it. And this one works with applewood cheddar. If you are an applewood cheddar fan, raise your hand. It's definitely in my wheelhouse. It is so delicious and creamy and very smooth. And what I love to do with it is actually on the barbecue, make grilled applewood cheddar quesadillas. And here's how I do it. So I take two quesadillas, warm up the barbecue. It's up to you if you want to use the heat on one side or both. You're going to know your barbecue, but the goal here is to keep it warm enough so the cheese melts, but you don't want to inflame or burn the quesadillas. So you're going to make the quesadillas in the kitchen is how I do it, but I grate the applewood cheddar. Then I'm going to slice up one Granny Smith apple, depending on the size of it. So you're going to core the Granny Smith apple and you are going to slice it into thin slices. Here you can choose to add some green onions or some chicken if you want, but 
just even Granny Smith apple with a little bit of green onion and the applewood cheddar is delicious. But to throw some chicken on it is amazing. It makes it more of a meal, not just an appetizer. And then you're going to put that on the barbecue and let that all melt together. And then when it's done, you will take it off, obviously cut it into slices, quarters, however you would like to do it. Or if it's just for you, you could just use a fork and knife and dive in. And it is a delicious, easy to make dinner, but that applewood cheddar on the barbecue with a bit of the grilling smoke flavor as well. And the Granny Smith apple, which is going to give us a, that acidity bite with it. Chicken obviously is the protein in the mix, but some green onion as well just sort of adds a little bit of a snap. You can add green peppers, a little bit of cilantro if you want as well. And then you can serve it alongside if you want to serve it with some barbecue sauce or a little sour cream, uh, whatever you prefer. You might not even need a side sauce. And then from the wine pairing point of view, your favorite delicious creamy Chardonnay is going to work here because that applewood cheddar and the apple is going to pull those flavors from the wine. The other white I love here is a Cote de Rhone Blanc. So you're looking for the white wine from the Cote de Rhone in the south of France. This is going to be made with a blend of Marsan and Roussan. If you can find those grapes as individual varieties, they're also wonderful options here. But a Cote de Rhone Blanc is going to bring these rich, full-bodied whites to the table. And it's a really wonderful pairing if you haven't had them before. It's not going to be as vanilla-filled as your creamy Chardonnay and as strong apple flavor as that creamy Chardonnay will be. But it does bring a really nice, rich white to the table to do alongside. So the Cote de Rhone Blanc is a beautiful pairing here. If you do want to have a red wine here, then I would go to my go-to barbecue red here, and that's going to be your favorite Zinfandel. And it's just going to be a nice balanced, bolder red, pick up some of the grilled flavor, hold up with the flavors of the cheese. So if you wanted to go red, I would definitely go with the Zinfandel. But for whites, you're looking at a full-bodied creamy Chardonnay or the Cote de Rhone Blanc with our grilled applewood cheddar and Granny Smith apple quesadillas. Again, you can throw some chicken or your favorite protein in there as well. But I think you'll, once you try it, you're really also going to be a convert into grilling quesadillas with applewood cheddar and apples. It's amazing. Now let's move on to my second summer pairing for you. And this one is going to be with phyllo pastry because who doesn't love something magical with phyllo pastry? I don't know about you, but I keep phyllo pastry always in the freezer. It can make a really quick dessert or dinner or flatbread anytime I need. And it looks way fancier and more complicated than the dish actually is. It's so easy to use. So if currently right now you do not have a package of phyllo pastry in your freezer, I would highly suggest you pick some up because they're so versatile and they can definitely help you prepare something in a pinch if you find out people are coming over. And the recipe I want to share with you today and the pairing is for a phyllo pastry flatbread that I do with pesto, sun-dried tomato, and feta cheese. So feta cheese is a favorite of mine. I keep a crumpled version of it always in my fridge because it's so easy just to put on top of things. But what I like to do is take out the phyllo pastry. You're going to just lay it flat as per the directions on the box. Use the pesto as the base and you can make your own pesto if you want, but you can definitely pick it up very easily at all supermarkets, no matter where you are. So layer the pesto on as the base. Cut up sun-dried tomatoes in bite-sized pieces, not too small, but not big chunks, and sprinkle those around. You can also add some spinach if you would like, but just the sun-dried tomato and the pesto here, and then sprinkle feta cheese around. If you want to add a bit more gooiness to the cheese, you can also put some fresh mozzarella here too. 
And if you like olives, you can throw some Kalmada olives or some Greenland olives on top here as well. Think of it as a bit of a Mediterranean flatbread, if you will. And you're going to cook it by way of the instructions on the box. All of that will melt in. I'm a fan of more cheese than less cheese, but that's going to be up to you. Um, but definitely you have that pesto. So those wonderful flavors, the sun-dried tomatoes are always delicious. The feta on top, a little bit of mozzarella if you want more of a, a melting component in that. And then this beautiful flaky crust with the phyllo pastry underneath. It is a wonderful way. And then you can just serve it on a cutting board, cut it up into squares or slices, depending on the shape that you use with the phyllo pastry. And this looks like you've been planning for your company all day long, even if you just heard about 30 minutes before that they were arriving. But it makes a wonderful flatbreads appetizer or easy summer dinner on a late night. Now, you can do this in the oven, or if you want to, you could definitely cook it on the barbecue as well. That's going to be up to you, but it doesn't take very long in the oven. But if it is hot and the house is warm, then the barbecue might be a good option for you. Now let's talk about wine pairings. Now this is a beautiful flatbread. It's going to look really pretty on the table. And my favorite go-to here is to do a rosé. So an Italian or Spanish rosé here are my favorite pairings to go. But a Prosecco is also really nice, especially if you're having it as a bit of a tapas or an appetizer as you're getting people together. But a beautiful Italian or Spanish rosé here is one of my favorites. Obviously, you can choose your favorite rosé from anywhere in the world. And what you're looking for is a rosé that has a grape variety base that's going to have a natural high acidity, which is why generally I'll go with either Spanish or Italian. And it's going to just be really refreshing. Plus, you have the beautiful colors of those sun-dried tomatoes and all of the pestos coming through on the spot bread and the beautiful rosé pink in the glass as well. So the table is going to be really divinely pretty for you. So that is another magical pairing for you to try. Now, obviously, with these flatbreads and phyllo pastries, you the sky is the limit of what you can put on these. And don't be afraid to try things. I usually do an easy one-sheet pan, so I just put it on a baking sheet and do them that way. But if you want to do individual ones, you could cut this up as well and just in regards to how you like to serve things. So that is an option. But my pairing here for you are going to be your one of your favorite rosés as well as a glass of something bubbly. Definitely feels like an appetizer or aperitif or tapa time in your own backyard. Now let's talk about a sweet cheese pairing. Cheese for dessert has always been there or a cheese course prior to dessert. But here I'm going to mix it up a little bit and take a fresh fruit. So I'm going to make reference here to grilled fresh peaches and or apricots. So depending on where you are, I love to grill fruit on the barbecue. If you currently don't have a grill wok, uh, I would highly recommend you get one, just not for different foods, but for grilling fruit, I find it the easiest vessel to be able to do that. And if you're not already grilling fruit, you are missing out because it is a divine way to enjoy some of your favorite fresh fruits, especially during the summertime. Now, how do we grow fruit? What you're going to do is you're going to cut up your fruits in slices or chunks. You'll know how you like to enjoy them. Some people like to cut them smaller, but they will caramelize as you cook them. So what's important here is you're going to toss them in some olive oil or avocado oil. Either one is going to be good. Just a light coating on top of the fruit. That's going to mean that it doesn't stick into that grilled wok as you do it. And then what you're going to do is you're going to cook the fruit in the wok until it starts to caramelize and, and warm up. If you don't have a grilled wok, you could do this also on a skewer. So larger chunks are going to be easier. 
make sure that they are brushed well with an oil and then do them as like a, a fruit kebab, if you will. And you're looking for that grilled flavor. What that's going to do is bring out caramelized sugars in the fruit and warm it up. So you can do your peaches and apricots that way. And then for the cheese, you're going to take some mascarpone cheese. And here you can add in a little bit of cream cheese if you want to and whip those together with the blender, which is going to give a thicker base. So if you're just using the mascarpone cheese on its own, you can add a little bit of vanilla if you want, a touch of sugar. Again, that's up to you because we are going to serve it as a bit of a dessert. And then also you're going to want to pick up a pound cake or make your own if you'd like to. But you're just going to take a, a very simple pound cake, slice it into nice size slices for everybody. You're going to have your mascarpone cheese with some cream cheese. You can also add a little bit of whipped cream if you want to into this mix. But a touch of vanilla, a little touch of sugar, and then you're going to do a dollop, if you will, of the mascarpone cheese on the plate beside the pound cake. And then top with a mixture of your grilled fruit on side. So when people are enjoying, they're going to take a, a bite of the cake, a bite of the cheese, and a bite of the grilled fruit. And it is a delicious summer, easy dessert using cheese as not only a wonderful cheese dish, but a bit like a fancy topping, if you will, along with those grilled fresh fruit. And you could do this with strawberries, with, with blueberries, anything with melon. But by grilling the fruit, you're really going to bring out more of those sweet flavors and a based pound cake. You can also use a pavlova here if you prefer to do an egg white pavlova and have that on the side. You could also do those little sponge cakes like we do for strawberry shortcakes that you can do. So you can do a shortcake base or a pavlova base works here as well. But that mascarpone cheese with a little bit of cream cheese blended in the whipped cream. If you want to get really fancy, you can put that in a pipe and you can pipe it onto the plate. It'll hold its shape because the cream cheese in there is going to give it a bit more texture. Just a touch of vanilla, a little sugar if you want to in that cream mix. You can put in some whipped cream, but you don't need to if you don't want to, and serve it along with those grilled fruit. And it is so good. I can't wait to hear what you think about it. And then when you have this, what are you going to serve with it in regards to wine pairing? So Moscato de Asti, as many of you know, if you've listened to me for a while now, you know that this wine is just one of my favorite go-to wines. So Moscato de Asti is going to be a wonderful pairing, especially if you're doing peaches and apricots. It's just going to pull out all of those flavors together. So really nice and light. You can also do, if you're looking to stay on a bubble theme, you can do a little bit of Prosecco with a bit of flavored vodka. So here's where you can pull out the fruit flavor. So if you're doing peaches, have a little bit of peach vodka and just add a splash and you will get some of that flavor. Or if you want to be really fancy, you can make a fresh fruit or a fresh peach puree from your fresh peaches and pour a little Prosecco on top. And now you have a beautiful side cocktail as well. So that's an option for you. But the flavored vodka is a fun choice if you do want to do a bit of a signature cocktail at the end of the meal. And here you could also, if there's raspberry vodka, if you're doing more berry flavored desserts in this one. So there's some different options, but Moscato to Asti, a Prosecco with potentially a, a fresh fruit puree is a wonderful option. And if you want to do a bit of a, an ice wine or a late harvest style just on the side as a little sip, something again to pull out those sweet apricots and peaches, wonderful option for you here. So let's recap the three wine and cheese pairings that we've talked about today. And because I've covered lots of information, I have also done this as a quick download for you. So you have a, a recap of the recipe instructions that I've shared with you as well, as well as the wine pairing. And hopefully you'll be able to keep this through the summer 
and try them out. And if you are trying them and tweaking and you come up with a fabulous pairing of your own, I would love to hear about it. So please make sure that you share that either if you're watching on YouTube in the comments below or feel free to reach out on social media channels at Wine Girl Academy or email me at hello at winegirl.com because I would love to hear about what incredible pairings and recipes you are making. I've just started you off with some inspiration. So the first pairing we talked about today was applewood cheddar and making some grilled applewood cheddar and apple quesadillas and serving those with beautiful Chardonnay or a Cote de Rome Blanc. So really, really delicious, a wonderful pairing on the barbecue. Next, we talked about the phyllo pastry, the sun-dried tomato, and feta pesto flatbread. So delicious pairing. And with that, we're talking about Prosecco and Rosé. And then our final pairing was to do grilled peaches is what I'm using, but any grilled fruit, but grilled peaches and apricot with mascarpone cheese with a touch of cream cheese served with a side of pound cake and have it as a dessert with a side of Moscato de Asti or a signature cocktail made from Prosecco with a bit of flavored vodka or a fresh fruit puree that you've made from the fresh fruits that now you're grilling. I hope that I have inspired you in today's episode. Hopefully, if I've done this right, you're also feeling a little hungry and you're ready to go pick up some cheese from the store and try some of these recipes and the pairings. New episodes of The White Top Top come out every Tuesday where I share inspiration and wine ideas. If you've enjoyed this episode, please let me know by like, sharing, and subscribing. Reach out on social media at Wine Girl Academy on different channels, as well as hello at winegirl.com. You can definitely email me there as well. As always, it has been a pleasure to hang out with you today. I hope that I've inspired you. Have a wonderful week. Cheers to you. Bye now.